Trust in God and God will make your path straight. And in all things and everything, lean on God for your understanding. Please be seated. When we read these passages from the Bible where our Lord and Saviour goes through an event, sometimes it's hard to reconcile how that affects us, how we can relate to that event. Because when we come to be baptised, it is a baptism of repentance as well as receiving the Spirit. We are leaving the world behind and turning to Christ to be part of his body. And yet Jesus was without sin. Jesus came as the only perfect human to ever exist. One that was perfectly loved by the Father and loved the Father perfectly. So in Jesus' baptism, what was he giving up? What was he being anointed into? What was, what was actually happening for him that we can take as an example moving forward? Well, some of the things that we need to consider is that when we, when we are baptised, we give up something. For us, it is our sin and our attachment to doing the, do, doing the things of the tree of the knowledge of, with the fruit of uh, the knowledge of good and evil. For Jesus, in this moment... As he is baptised, he is giving up his connection to his power in heaven. He is baptising himself into our humanity. He's being anointed by the Lord, by our God the Father, to do a task. When we read David and when we see David being the shepherd, being anointed by Samuel and being the king of Jerusalem, we often see anointings as being somewhere where we want to be. When you're anointed to do something, it gives you status, it gives you more influence, etc., etc. But when we read the passage today, God is pleased in his son because he's anointed into the suffering servants. He's anointed into being the one that Isaiah wrote about, the one that would have his beard ripped, the one that would take on all the punishment from everyone around him. He's being anointed into his death. And resurrection. He's being anointed into his journey of redeeming all of creation. And when we read that, we see that he's giving up his connection to heaven. When he is in the desert with Satan, he doesn't call his angels to obliterate Satan. He lives in his humanity and shows us how we need to deal with Satan by answering with the Spirit and the knowledge of God inside us. By rebuking Satan, not in our own strength and power, but in the power of the Lord. And we see when Michael rebukes Satan, when he's contending for Moses' body, he doesn't say, go away in his own... He says, I rebuke you by the power of the Lord. Everything that Jesus does following his baptism, and until he is ascended into heaven is an example for us on how we can live, on how we should live, on what is available to us in his anointing as the suffering servant, in his anointing to the journey on the cross. He heals people, he teaches people, and he forgives people and blesses them. All these things that, we, that, that, that he does are available to us. He leaves his spirit for us to be able to do the same thing, to pray words of healing and words of care over people, to give them, the, to be able to sit and interpret the Bible with each other, 
so that we can understand how the Bible speaks to us and our journey moving forward. How we can bless others as we move forward. And how ultimately we can say to someone, you know, for whatever you've done, God loves you. And he's with you and he'll never turn his back on you. And nothing in heaven and earth, nor demons, nor angels can take you away from that love. Those words of healing, those words of forgiveness, those words of blessing. They're available to us as they were to Jesus when we see him walking around the countryside, talking to lepers, talking to the marginalised, talking to the people that were on the outer. They weren't on the inner, they were on the outer. They were told constantly by society that they were not, by, by the, sorry, I shouldn't say society, by the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that they were um, defiled and couldn't worship in the temple. So they were on the outer based on their worship community. Yet Jesus says you are, those people that were on the outer were the ones he was precisely sent to redeem and bring to the Father as per his anointing today. Jesus' baptism is a declaration of power and his consecration for the mission. The mission being the death on the cross and conquering death through his resurrection so that all who believe in him might have eternal life. Whilst Jesus was sinless and wasn't baptised for the repentance of sin, he did take the moment to repent of his power of heaven and turn and be submerged with us into our humanity. And we see constantly that until his return to heaven, he never claimed equality with the Father. Even in when we, as we come to Maundy Thursday, we'll read, Father, take this cup. If it be your will, take this cup. But it was not the will of the Father to take the cup away from him. And so Jesus kept going. Jesus remained completely obedient, knowing how his body would feel, knowing how much pain he would go through, knowing through how much horror and trauma and agony he would feel. He stayed in our humanity, lived the way we lived, and suffered as the suffering servants. So therefore, as we reflect on the Lord's baptism, what are the implications for us? What what do we see that we can relate to? Well, we need to give something up. As I said earlier, we need to give up our connection to the world. We don't do things as the world does it. We don't do things with anxiety or worry or a lack of self-esteem. We don't do things in our own power, eating the fruits of the knowledge of good and evil before we speak to our Lord God. Well, I know I do sometimes, but... I'm supposed to try something different, aren't I? And so our baptism calls us to be like Jesus, to turn to God and seek God's promptings, to turn to God and hear God's voice in our life. Our baptism is a baptism of truth and spirit, as we read in, in John 3 when uh, Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. We're reborn into, into a glory, into a glory that is based on truth and spirit. So the truth and spirit are with us that say we are God's people, we are Jesus' people, we are in the body of Christ. And that kindness, care, compassion, love 
self-control, discernment. They're the fruits that should rule in our lives. They're the ones that in baptism we are called to allow to come to the top. Where we are anxious and worried and thinking about how awful someone might be to us. We are called to put kindness over the top of that and pray for that moment and pray for that person and see them as someone that is the child of God. How often, how often when we're in a situation that's going to be, that we, that we feel is going to be fraught or, or confrontational or might be a bit difficult, I know how there are a few times when I've managed to catch that thought and pray and just see that person as a child of God. And gee, that conversation went really differently. Not because it changed them, but because it changed me. It changed me. It changed what I was saying to that person. It changed how I was thinking about them. So whatever they said, I wasn't taking it personally. I wasn't, however, however it affected that moment, it changed the dynamic of everything that I was doing. And this is, when we're baptised, that is what we are moved into. We are asked, Jesus moves into our humanity, well, we move into the body of Christ. We move into Jesus' divinity. We, we move into his perspective, into God's perspective on our creation and on, our, on the way we deal with life. We are the ones that are asked to bring light and love into situations. And as we are called to bring light and love into the situations, we are called to release the kingdom of God. We are called to speak about the gospel. We are called to say how the gospel affects us. And we did that last week. A few people gave testimony. How amazing was that? The feedback from our online community was, I need to come to this church one day. And when they have the courage to do so, we'll see the pews filled up again. But it's going to take their personal courage and their personal journey to do that. So we're all, we've all got our own personal journey with Jesus. And we've got our own way forward. And there isn't anyone that's better than anyone else. We're all just different. And all we can do is meet with each other, encourage and pray and look after each other and ask the Holy Spirit to sustain and nurture every single one of us so that our journey can keep going, so that our journey in the Lord can keep going and the gospel can be released and the kingdom where people are healed, people are fed, the poor have something, where the homeless are living with a roof over their head. That's, that's released. Wow, what an amazing time that will be. As John anointed Jesus to move into the suffering servant, when we are baptised, we are anointed into being Jesus' face, hands and feet here on earth. Whilst Jesus is with us, but in a different way, we are called to represent Jesus to those around us. Where someone needs a hand to be raised from wherever they are down, you are that hand. Where someone is walking alone and feeling dejected, where your feet are called to walk by their side. And if everyone else is, is glaring at the person, if everyone has got that, you know, that mean face, you know, right? Well, you're the one that smiles. You're the one that says love is still available to you. What's going on? Let's sort it out. Let's have a chat. 
That's who, we, that's who we are brought into being. That's our calling. That is our essential calling for every person here. As we move forward, I often think to myself, sometimes the things that Jesus asks us to do are so lofty and hard. At different times, I, I fail to reach those lofty heights. Sometimes I'm there going, oh, look, I'll just open my mouth to swap feet. You know, we know those moments. But at the same time, I'm also reassured that when I read the gospel and when I read passages like this, that when I was baptised in truth and spirit, what it allowed God to do was to have permission to act into my life, whether I liked it or not. There were times I didn't want God to be in my life. There were times I didn't want Jesus to talk to me. It was too confronting. It was too hard. Because I didn't value myself. I was in the world. But in my baptism, in being part of the body of Christ, God didn't give up on me. I just chose not to listen to what, all the things that would make my life easier. I just chose to do things in my own wisdom and life just got harder and harder. As we move forward in our own baptisms, as we move forward looking at the example of God, as hard as things get... When God is by our side, God's purpose and plan is fulfilled in us. Jesus' purpose and plan was fulfilled by God through the person of, of, this, of the Son of God. We are redeemed people because of what Jesus did. We are called to share that redemption with others. So where you know that someone doesn't have knowledge of redemption, share that with them. And if you are still unsure, if you are still worried about your own redemption, come and talk to someone. There's a lot of people here that would love to have those conversations. I would love to have that conversation with you. We are loved, we are wanted, and we are in the body of Christ because Christ gave us that gift today. He came into our humanity so that we could access his divinity. The separation between God and us is no longer there. We are one with our Lord Jesus. What we choose to do in being one, well, that's up to us individually. And so I call, you to, I call on you to embrace your anointing into the body of Christ, just as Jesus embraced his anointing into our humanity. Being deliberate, and conscience, conscious of our anointing is what makes us blessed. When we think we can't do it, or when we're saying to ourselves, Lord, I know I can't do this in my own, and we admit we are poor in spirits, that's when we will be blessed. That's when we will be rich by God, made rich by God. So can I encourage you to be humble and to express your poorness in spirits? so that God can keep filling you. Just like Jesus was filled with the Spirit today, just like Jesus was called into his anointing, we have things to do in our community. Let's keep on keeping on. The Lord be with you.